How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The Joe Girardi Report is brought to you by uh, Winters Brothers, Long Island's number one choice for waste removal and recycling. Joe Girardi joins us each week. Joe, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? All right, Joe. A couple of things. Number one. We know how early it is, but how many injuries is enough that you would be worried? Are the Yankees at that number already? Uh, I would say yes. I think they're at that number, you know, because no one's really come back yet. You know, you get some guys start to come back, and then you can, you know, you can sustain some more and survive. But there are so many that, you know, you start to worry about your rotation, your bullpen usage. And from a position standpoint, I mean, they got a lot of guys hurt, and it's, it's hard to manage them. It really, and now you're going to challenge guys. You know these guys, Frazier, Wade. People have been waiting for Frazier to step up, that his bat's that quick, that he's going to be that good. What do you expect from him? You know, I think he's going to perform pretty well. You know, I thought he performed pretty well when he was up uh, a couple of years ago. I was happy with what he did, and I think he'll he'll do a good job. I, I really do. And, and Tyler Wade, he, he gives you a lot of versatility. He can run. He can do a He's a just got to hit. Things. He's got to prove he can yeah. hit. He can he's field. Pro- hey, you used him as a pinch runner. He can field. He's got to prove he can hit every day. That's all. Well, that's, that's the key in the big leagues is proving that you can hit every day, and it's not easy, especially when you don't get consistent at bats. And that was, you know, partly what he went through. He should get some more consistent playing time with all the injuries. How about Sanchez's uh, throwing problems all of a sudden? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I mean, a lot of times it is hard to throw when it's cold, Mike. It, it, it really is. You know, you see it affect the control of a of a pitcher. It definitely affects the control of a catcher. You just don't have that same feeling. But And, and there are other things. You know, footwork is, is always important. I don't expect uh, that to continue because he's always been a pretty good thrower. Um. A team like the Orioles, where so little is expected, uh, opens up three and one. You opened. You had a team that nobody expected anything from, and you had them contending most of the season down there in Miami. You won Manager of the Year. How many? How many games does it take to that team starts to actually believe a little bit that they got something good going on? You know, it, it really depends. You know how well they start. When I was in, in Florida, we were eleven and thirty-one. We started off really poorly. And then all of a sudden it started to click for the players. You know, you got to get a couple months in before you really start to believe that this club can contend at, at a, on a regular basis. Um, obviously, they're very young. Um, they're going to have to do so many things right. They don't have a ton of power in their lineup. And, you know, they caught the Yankees. The Yankees did not play well. They gave them one game making errors. They had another game they had a chance to win and just didn't get it done. Um, it takes a couple months, though. Seattle's six and one. You buy anything into that start or not yet? No, way too early. Uh, way too early. Uh, again, I think, you know, it takes a lot of players, you know, a good two weeks to a month to get going offensively. You get guys that come out of spring training, swing it really well, and you don't expect it. Then you get a lot of guys who don't swing it well. I think a lot of times pitchers are ahead. As, as far as the pitching problems that you know, Boston has had, who Seattle faced, you know, my concern is not 
what they did during spring training. My concern is what happened in, in last October. And are they physically going to be the same this year? Are they going to have some fatigue issues? And I think that's why core backed off them in spring training. But, you know, they ran into a team that's struggling. But you, you got to give your team a good you know, six weeks to two months to really understand what you have. How about Boston? You know, when you have such expectations, or the Yankees, I remember when the Yankees, the year they won the whole thing and won 125 games, the great team, George really was upset at them when they opened because they had lost in the playoffs the year before, and you know that they they and and they start badly and they're in Seattle. And Joe has Tori told me many times that he thought he could be in trouble if they didn't play well after it was already one and four. They actually were worried that they could get in trouble, and then they turned it around. I mean, when do you think that you wins enough games that you start to even with a terrific team? You start to say, "Geez, we got to get going here." Uh, probably about thirty. You, you better start to get going because I really think Boston's going to hit their way through a lot of games. I think the Yankees are going to, even with all the injuries that the Yankees have, their lineup is still very deep. You know, when Glyber Torres is hitting seventh with three or four injuries, that lineup is really deep. I mean, that's a, that's a really good hitter. And um, I don't make too much of the first week. I don't make too much of the first two weeks. It's it just, it's too early. The, the weather's not the same. And I've always thought that, Mediocre pitching can compete when it's cold. Mediocre pitching will not compete in the middle of the summer. It just will not do it. So, so all of a sudden, you know, some teams are going to look better than they really are because when it's cold, hitters are at a real disadvantage and they don't like it and they don't swing nearly as well. So you think the cold weather helps the mediocre pitcher more than anybody else? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, that's interesting. Okay, so uh, I can see that it makes some sense. Guy, it is hard to hit when it's cold. I mean, it really is. It's very, it's 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 a tough experience. It really is. There's no question. Uh, so you think it helps the the mediocre pitcher more than it helps the power pitcher or the top pitcher? I do because I think power pitchers aren't to their full power, and I think they actually lose a little velocity when it's cold because they don't feel as good. So I think the mediocre pitcher is is an, at an advantage. Um, and, and it's one of the reasons I've always argued when you have a guy that has an innings limit, I would start him in May, not in April, because I think mediocre pitching can compete at a pretty high level in April because of the weather. And yeah. I would rather have the guy in September, you know, the top-notch young guy that has an innings limit in the month of September than in April. I always think there's a psychology to the start of the season where whatever's happening is more pronounced, where if you have a regular five-game losing streak in the middle of the season, nobody pays attention. But if you start the season that way, people start pressing, people get upset, people notice. So I always wonder when does a team, when does that actually start to filter down to the team itself? You think So like if the Red Sox got to like one and seven, one and eight, do you think the players start to feel it a little bit? Uh, I think they're embarrassed by it. I don't think they worry about it nearly as much as other people do, you know, because I think the players understand how long of a season is. I think, you know, fans have waited five months for baseball, four months for baseball, and they want to get after and get in. They want every team to get off to a good start, have a positive experience all the time where the players know, hey, this is a long grind. We have a long ways to go. We're not going to panic. We're just going to continue to do our work and get prepared on a daily basis 
And if we're good, it'll eventually turn around. Do you think a team can get that's that's not really good can get off to a fair start and that can propel them somewhere, or is it just going to always come back and it's going to they're going to find their level? <laughs> no, I think I think it can somewhat, <laughs> but with the power in the American League and the National League, I, I don't see a mediocre team sneaking into a wild card spot. I just don't. You know, it's amazing how much you think it's the weather. That's why there's so many home runs early on the West Coast. I mean, the home runs on the West Coast is crazy. Yeah, and and I I just think that that I just think the ball is different. I really do. I mean, I have seen it, you know, for the last couple of years, and I think the ball is a lot different. And um, you know who said that? Pete Rose. Pete Rose said recently. I saw him in an interview say that he was at a game, Joe, where the ball came down on the top of the dugout and landed in the upper deck. And he said, I'm telling you, I never saw a ball like that in my life. He said, that ball is so juiced, it's ridiculous. And I said something to Rob Thompson in spring training. I just remember looking at Rob Thompson saying, I've never seen pop-ups go so high in my life. I said, I'm glad I'm not trying to catch them anymore because I would have missed some of these pop-ups I see. They are up there forever. And I know people talk about launch angles. I I don't think that has anything to do with it. I I just think the ball is livelier. So you think that's why there's hitting so many home runs? And, you know, it's true. You know, I'll tell you what's changed the biggest, Joe, is when I was a kid, only your top guy, your big guy, your Mickey Mantle, your Richie Allen, your Reggie Jackson, they're the only guys who ever hit a home run to the opposite field. Now everybody hits home runs to the opposite field. You are so correct. I, I am shocked at balls that go out the other way that certain hitters hit. I am absolutely shocked. And I tell you, that, that plays right into the ball. So, you know, maybe it is the ball more than everything. Can you, can you sense it just by feeling the ball? Or you think it's just – it, it doesn't, you can't tell to the feel? I don't think you can tell the feel. You know, because when you get a new baseball, it's hard anyway. It, it just is. And we're always dealing with new baseballs in Major League Baseball. You very seldom do you have a ball that's in BP for more than three or four days. Um, that's because they hit them all out. But I just think that, that there's something to the ball. You know, and and the and the and the strikeouts. You know, I've been looking at how many games, and it's pronounced how many games that there's more strikeouts than hits. Opening day, it was almost every game. The second game, I said, "All right, that's the starting pitches." So we'll go to the next game. The next day, it was six out of nine games. The you had more strikeouts than you had total hits in the game. You're seeing that now. A lot of games where you have more strikeouts in the game than you do hits. Oh, uh, yes, and I think it's because the game has changed. It's, it's about the power on the offensive side and the power on the pitching side. That's what people are concerned about. That's what's measured. When you think about it, what do we measure? We measure velocity off the bat and velocity and some spin rate. Those are the three big measurements today, so that's what we're focused on. And the other thing about power for hitters, now, players are so big today. I mean, I don't remember seeing – I don't remember players being so big. You know, I was telling, you know, my kids today about, you know, People don't realize how big D.D. Gregorius is. I mean, he's yep. 6'3", 210, 215 pounds. And you go back and you look at Scooter, the size of him when he played shortstop and other shortstops have played. Players are a lot bigger. Ballparks are smaller. And that's why you see so many home runs. And I, I, I think strikeouts that's why don't you, matter anymore. I they think don't. it's also why you see so many injuries, Joe. You know, that the old days, guys used to come to camp. They, were at, they, they, they played themselves into shape in spring training. 
and then they played the whole season, and they didn't miss games. Now, maybe they didn't miss games, too, because they weren't getting paid a lot, and they didn't complain about injuries. They stayed in the lineup, whatever. But now, look at how many injuries there are. Look how many injuries the Yankees have already to start yeah. the season. It's it's amazing, and a lot of them are muscular. Uh, and, and that's what, what you always worry about. Maybe but guys are think... too strong. Maybe they're too honed. You know, Maybe they have too many muscles. And maybe they're too lean. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe there's just not enough. You know, they're so lean that they're going to pull something. They're so tight. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I I remember just standing next to Aaron Judge, and I'm like, my gosh, is he big? And then you walk in, and then you see like a DD or you know, I mean, guys. If you don't weigh two fifteen in the big leagues, it's almost like a shock. You know, if you're a position player. And they just they look they look different than they did when you were walking around twenty years ago, right? They sure did. I mean, I. I Gary Sanchez is the size of a middle linebacker. You know, <laughs> it's true. He it's is. True. Yeah. The thing about the middle linebackers in the NFL is they're running a lot faster than Gary Sanchez is. It's, it's, but you're right, but it's amazing. I mean, the Yankees have eight guys hurt right now. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're going to need them to get healthy to compete in this division because I think Tampa's going to be good, and I think you know Boston's going to be really good, and they're going to need them. What's fortunate for the Yankees is, you know, somewhat is, and it's only weak, and, and that's why I don't make too much of it. But Boston's got off to a slow start, and they're going to have plenty of games with these teams to make them up. Joe, they, we hear, the, the fans hear so much now of all these analytics. They hear about the guys running the organizations and the analytic departments and everything else. They're bombarded with these numbers now. From your standpoint, as a highly successful manager, which number do you think is very important? And which one do you think is maybe overused as far as these new statistics? I, you know, I wouldn't really say any of them are overused. I think they're a tool of one of your, you know, one of the many tools that you have to help evaluate players, to help put players in the in the best position to be successful. Whether it's you know the velo- the velocity, you know, that they're able to catch up to, and you have batting averages against certain velocities. For hitters, you, but do you, you care how hard a guy hits the ball? Do you care if a guy is? This, do you care well, if he hits, how hard he hits the ball? It, it, it is important in the sense that you know it's a tool to measure what kind of power they're going to have. But to me, the most important thing is quality quality at bats. When you get to the playoffs, it's the team that has the most quality at bats, not necessarily the team that hits the ball the hardest, because you can hit the ball really hard five times, but you struck out. 15 times in a playoff game, chances are you're not going to win. I, I mean, that's the bottom line. So it's the quality of the at-bats to me that are most important. But the I one thing I will go back and, what you're getting. The one thing I'll go back and buy is if they go back and analyze every at-bat of the year, which I know they do, and we're talking with Joe Girardi, if you hit the ball squarely, sometimes you can hit in bad luck. I mean, there's no question, Correct. right? So that Correct. guy I would look for the next year, and I'd buy into someone who maybe like the Yankees swear that Sanchez hit in terrible luck last year, okay? I never went back and analyzed it, but they swear he did. Now, if I went back and analyzed how hard he hit the ball versus another guy, I would like to know those numbers, because that would tell me something. I want to know how many times the guy squares up the baseball, but I think some of these numbers are just overdone. Like, I don't care how hard his ex... I don't care how much the angle he's hitting the ball on and stuff like that. I'll be able to tell that by how many home runs he hits. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, people, you know, that are old school measure it by, you know, we used to say that was a rope. Right. Right. Or 
you know, I remember coming up with, in the Cubs organization, Jeff Pentland was the hitting coach. You know, now we use the word launch angle is important. He would say, get the ball in the air. That's what he said, get the ball in the air. So a lot of it's just different terminology, but there's so many good tools that you can use to evaluate players and, and, and measure things from a player. But it doesn't always tell you what he's going to do on that given day. What do you need? Will the spin? Will things like the spin rate tell you a lot about the pitcher? Will you? Will that help you a lot? It will tell you the type of break that he has, and it will tell you that you know it might be someone that you should look into, and that someone that has the potential to be have a really good breaking ball. But then you got to see. To me, you got to also watch the swings on that breaking ball, and right. is it deceiving hitters or or our hitters squaring it up. It has a high spin weight, but hitters are squaring it up. So let's see why are they squaring it up. You know, if we make this adjustment in his in his windup, does it change his deception? I mean, so there's again, I think they're great measuring tools, but it doesn't always tell you everything. Is there a place for the old school manager in baseball anymore? Oh, I think so. I I think so, but I think sometimes you know when they talk about an old school manager, I I still think. They use all the new tools. It's just because maybe they have a little bit of age, and they're also going to look at different things that go on and have an understanding of what's going on in a player's life that could affect his play that day, or you know, is he nursing an injury? There's a lot of different things that you have to look at besides just numbers. So you, I mean, so you think the modern manager can work fine with his analytic department, right? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I look at myself, you know, I was extremely analytical. Remember, I was Binder Joe. Yeah, you were, yes. The, yeah, I yeah. was Binder Joe. Yeah. And, and I, I love all the numbers. I mean, some managers are probably going to love them more than others, but I love the numbers because I think numbers tell a story over time. Were you in a big spot? Did you go against the numbers uh, 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 often, or you did you go by your gut sometimes, or was it always by the numbers? No, I, I mean, I did both because there were things that went on during the course of the day that you may not have had. But you know, just to give me an example, you might have a pitcher that, that has a watch, you know, at 85 pitches. All of a sudden, right. the OPS really goes up after 85 pitches. But right. on that particular day, he might be at 85 pitches, and they still still have not put a good swing on him. So to get to that 85 pitches, I always feel it's an average, right? It, it, when you get there, you better start looking – but again, I'm going to watch the swings the whole time because he may be losing it at 65 pitches that day, and I'm not waiting till 85 to take him out. And third but time it, around the lineup has become such a big deal, right? I mean, right. only the top pitcher you want going three times against the lineup now, right? Yeah, and I just think it's because the bullpen arms are so good, and given a different look is so important. But there are times where you may not have all those pieces, and your pitcher's dealing. And you may not want to take him out. And that's where, like, your instinct comes in. Because there has to be some instincts in the game because of, of what you see with your eyes that can tell you a story, too. Thanks, Joe. We'll talk next week. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. Th- thanks, Mike. All right, Joe Girardi, some interesting stuff there. And, again, uh, all stuff that you hear and you're bombarded with every night now. You get all of it. And, you know, it's interesting how much it plays into what's going on with the manager every night. He's, he's got a lot of information and a lot of numbers and a lot of different things to look at in his, uh, in his uh, little binder there. And, and, with from, and really being bombarded with numbers f- throughout the entire game from all different angles back after this. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.